Hi, welcome back to Make Do. I'm Julia Scott, and right now I'm alone in the metaphysical studio. When I was in the US a few weeks ago, not only did Tiff and I record the last episode in the same room, we also tricked our respective husbands into coming onto the podcast, meaning we asked them nicely. So here is a conversation that we had with Marco and Pontus on creativity and putting up with us. <laughs> so through the magic of podcasting, we've now done the wavy dream thing and we're now all four of us hanging out uh with marco and wait no two of us marco and tiff and pontus and i are all in the same space which is weird because tiff and i are never in the same space <laughs> uh and i had this thought because i watched marco draw adam's lunchbox art while when i tiff was, was away away <laughs> which you did last year too and i loved watching and marco you were talking about like Actually, it's funny because you were also quoting Adam and said, it's okay if it's not as good as mommy's, which I thought was, I love when kids are trying to be diplomatic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you were also talking about like, oh, you know, this is Tiff's thing. Tiff is the one who's good at drawing. And it made me think about, because Pontus talks like that sometimes too, where he's like, well, I can't, you know, do that. And it just made me wonder like, is, because some people say that because they don't think they can and some people are sad about it. I was just wondering like, is that something that you care about or reflect on at any other time than drawing Pokemon uh, lunchbox cards? It doesn't usually come up. Like most of my day-to-day -day work and life doesn't, doesn't involve drawing at all. Except for when you leave notes for me in the kitchen and they're super cute. Yeah. And like, <laughs> and yeah, like people. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll do like casual drawings. So I'll do like, you know, occasionally I'll write a little note or a sign for the house for some reason. Uh, or like we'll play like a, a game that involves Pictionary type drawing of, you know, oh, draw this thing. I'll, I'll, I'll usually enjoy those. I don't have any kind of artistic drawing skills, but I think I'm actually not too bad at communicating information through drawing. Like I'm not too bad of an icon drawer, <laughs> artist, I don't know. Um, I, I'm okay at making the signs and drawing and using Pictionary and stuff like that. Like I, I'm, I'm able to communicate things visually using drawing fairly well. That is so accurate. Thank you. How You know yourself so well. I'm really jealous. But I, but I really don't have any artistic skill whatsoever. Is that something you care about? I don't think so. It doesn't, I mean, again, it doesn't usually come up. It doesn't usually restrict me in any way. I don't, like the the way that that artistic people like have the urge to create art, I don't have the urge to create visual art at all. Like I, I just I have the urge to build things engineering wise, software wise, uh, but and and you know other creative outlets. Like I, I really enjoy making good podcasts. I occasionally want to make a video, very occasionally, and I'm terrible at that too. But I if, like as far as like the the artistic side that I really am not very good at. I'm just not driven to do that. So it doesn't usually come up and I don't really feel like I'm like missing that as a result. What about you, Pontus? Do you, do you feel like it's a thing that you can't draw or it's just like it comes up if you're trying to illustrate something for whatever reason? I mean, I, I very distinctly remember like being a kid, how it was so clear who could draw. Uh, and I was not one of those kids. Like, so I, I do, in this split between people who can draw and who can't, I would put myself in the can't camp, uh, definitely. 
And I do think I'm limited sometimes in how well I can communicate, especially if there should be some, if there's some human element to it. To it. So thinking about the same thing, like communicating an idea, like at work, drawing on a whiteboard or like leaving a note or trying to like illustrate something very crude. I think I can get the ideas across. But if there's I mean, any... you do love a good flowchart. Uh, yeah, I do, but I uh, I tend to go for the like the digital tools where you can change things. So you can put something down, and then you can remove it, and then you can put something else down, and nobody has to know the first version. So like I'm I'm definitely intimidated by the putting ink to paper or uh, like dra- drawing something where you can't like hide all of the mistakes by just removing them. So I I think like drawing flowcharts and like drawing things on a whiteboard where you can erase them and, and things like that. I, I'm comfortable communicating ideas, but I'm definitely limited in how much of a human connection I can get with the person who, who gets the message, which is supposed to be visual. So, I think it's really cool that on this show where we focus so much on being artistic and crafty and creative that we get to talk to people that don't identify with that directly because it's it's almost like you don't, you don't have to be this, you know, it's, you don't have to always strive for, oh, I should have a creative side. I should have an artsy side. And if I don't, I'm less than, or, or anything negative like that. It's, and it's just so funny that both of our partners are essentially those people. And maybe it's like a yin yang thing that you need to balance each other out because I, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of couples out there that are like both compulsively creative and, I bet it's a mess, like the house or, or, you know, their living space, because I could just imagine like so much happening everywhere. I mean, our house is a mess and there's just one of us. Well, I mean, I joke, (laughs) I joke that it's good that like, we don't have to, I don't have to share my yarn or like have to be like, wait, I don't want (laughs) to share my good brushes. I don't want to, um, but But at the same time, there's also support. I mean, every, it, it works all different ways, which is really cool. And I just, I like that now after a year of doing this show, we're talking to people that aren't necessarily focused on what the show is like, and it's, it's a neat idea. But I think also, I mean, it's not like Marco or Pontus are, you know, muggles or whatever, you <laughs> know, because yes. even if you're not artistic or you don't identify as artistic or don't think that the things you produce in a situation where it might come up, you're still creative people. You're not, I mean, somebody actually um, sent us a message a while ago. It was like, do you think programming is creative? And I think like to me, it's kind of like writing. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it isn't. Sometimes it's super sort of, I don't know what you call it, like instrumental or very like I am expressing a fact here you go. And in other cases, it's, it can be super creative. And sometimes it's like you have to solve a problem because your boss told you to or like this is something that needs to be fixed because um, you're both programming, Cody, engineering people. I don't know how you either of you identify. You always say like you're sort of an engineer. How do you identify, Marco? I mean, I'm pretty clearly a programmer. I th- like I don't I don't doubt any part of that because I do a lot of it and I've been doing it for a long time. So that's it's not really like I don't have any problem with that. But certainly with like how that relates to art or building things or expression, like it that gets a little more complicated of an answer. Like some programmers and a lot of the programming I do is just never really anything I would call a complete product it's it's hard to call a lot of it building things like if i'm if i'm writing something that's mostly just automating some kind of common task with like a basic script i i struggle to call that building but it's more clear 
when I'm like making an app where like the app is a thing that starts from zero. And then at the end of the day, I have an app like that's like I talk about it. It wasn't here. Now it is here. It was nothing. And now it's something. Right. Right. And you're thinking it up, which I think is creative. Right. Exactly. And so that that I think is more clear cut. Um, But I find that it's hard to make analogies in uh, with other existing things, comparing them to programming or comparing programming to other existing things. It's, It's just so different and weird in in all these different ways like it's kind of building it's kind of engineering it's kind of creation and it's also kind of not those things in various ways and and so it's it's just it's really hard to to say like oh it's it's like x but do you do you like to make stuff like build a box or (laughs) like uh, physical objects yes (laughs) i am really bad at it like you can see on my desk here, I created a CarPlay enclosure with a test CarPlay radio, which is basically, it's a car radio, and I had to have some kind of desk enclosure so I could test CarPlay with my app at my desk. And the enclosure is a plastic box I bought on Amazon that I very hastily like dremeled out like these giant chunks. Uh, like my my primary hole cutting device was a drill first, like to, and not drill-sized holes, much larger holes that I was cutting out by basically like perforating the plastic with a drill and then punching it out and then dremeling smooth some of the edges. It was a mess. I'm not good at that kind of thing. Uh, and part of it is because I don't have the skills. Part of it is that I've, I don't really have the patience or time or equipment to properly develop those skills. Uh, but I'm just not good at making things in real life at all. Uh, whereas programming, it, it works with my brain better and I have the expertise. I've been doing it a long time. And I already have like all the tools required to make things well in programming. Like I don't have to go buy any kind of hardware, like physical tools to, you know, to, to make my app do something a little bit different. Here's what I'm going to do the cheat. Uh, Except CarPlay radios. Tiff, would you agree that he doesn't make things or does he make things? No, I agree. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He, he has no compulsion really to do a project like that, like a physical building project. He'll, do little, like he said, little notes. He'll build something cool out of Lego, like when we're playing with our son. But other than that, or he'll do something for utility, right? Like I need this thing, like the CarPlay radio. And so I will attempt to build it as as quick as I can because I don't <laughs> want to linger on it because it's not the important part of what I'm doing. This is like, I need to build this in order to continue on doing what I actually want to do. So yeah. Totally accurate. <laughs> the sad part is that wasn't even quick. The CarPlay thing, that actually took a while. And, it's, like, yeah. that, and it's that bad. Because <laughs> like me, I'll like I'll pick something up to do just sitting around because I want to produce something. I want to make something. I want to stitch something. I want to make a loom project. You know, like I'll do that kind of stuff just to have it or just scribbling in a notebook with pens. Like I don't really see him doing any of that leisure activity of creation. Yeah, your leisure activity is dog other, walking, other stuff, programming, <laughs> naps. Yeah, because yeah. Pontus, you're a very makey person, or at least you try and want to be. Um, yeah, <clears throat> I, I feel like uh, when people ask me what I do for a living, and I say I'm an engineer, I think uh, that's a very uh, simple answer. Uh, that's a very like short answer, and I don't really identify as an engineer in in the way people would interpret that answer most of the time. I think. So, I mean, I, I definitely have a compulsion to make stuff and, and to 
uh, like change the world around me. So if I see something which is like wonky, I want to change it. And maybe I don't have the skills, but I kind of just just imagine that I'm able able to do it, and I just change it. So like I have so many types of glue at home just because I figure like okay maybe I just don't have the right kind, uh, or maybe if I would have like a slightly different shaped Dremel tool then I could cut a box uh, easily. Uh, and I, I'm not necessarily good at it, uh, but I do spend a lot of my energy trying to like uh, change things, fix things, uh, make them better. Or like, Where uh, you're, you're engineering is though that you also want to build the tool to then fix the thing. So like we have a, uh, when I was joking before about like a, D and, uh, a DIY a milling machine or a CNC like he does build like oh I can build the stand for this Dremel and then I can build a weird plate underneath that can move around so that you can and then, I dream, then at some point make something cool out of wood yeah and I kind of dream that like okay yeah, things will be easy once I've like taken all these steps to make things easy it will be easy to create things and it's never easy to create things like everything is always there are, there are weird challenges to everything because the other thing that also occurred to me was like living with someone who is what I call uh, compulsively chaotically creative especially if you're like marco someone who isn't like what what do you think about that how how does that make you feel like is that something that you reflect on that like stuff is going on around you and suddenly like there's a thing that wasn't there before i mean from a like from like a household environmental perspective there's a bunch of stuff everywhere all the time but also nice things get made <laughs> that often make the house nicer. So like if there's a bunch of stuff everywhere, but then the result is we get a cool new painting on the wall or something or a cool new picture, like that's great. I, that, that seems worth it, you know? Uh, so I think overall it works out that the, the level of stuff everywhere and like the downsides of this creative explosion happening in my house all the time uh, are outweighed just uh, by by the that's fair creative output that we get from it and the nicest and and now so like an the, ROI that's a return on irritation. Well, right yeah. now it looks it looks really bad right now because I'm planning a birthday party that <laughs> yep. that gets out of control. But there's always an excuse. It's always something. Oh, yeah, is getting always yes. Yeah, there's the pen show explosion and now the birthday party yeah, explosion. Some holiday we're preparing for or decorating for or have just decorated for and have just Tuesday. prepared for. Yeah, it's so it's yeah. There's always stuff everywhere and it's fine. I, you know, that's just how we live. I mean, I'm not the neatest person in my own office either. Like where I do my work, there's crap all over the place, as you can see. Because I cleaned my desk today. Here. <laughs> that, yeah that's and that's very rare but like i also ha don't usually clean my desk or the things next to my desk or the table in the middle of the room like my office is always full of crap there's always crap all over the floor and all over the desks and everything i can't relate at all <laughs> right because you know like everything is like a pro a half done project right like and upstairs is more half done projects my closet's totally torn apart right now because there was a project going on there like there's everything is a mess all the time and that's fine and then the other thing like when when i'm around all this creative output there there's there's occasionally feelings of i wish i could do that and and that's that's hard because usually it's things that i have no skills at or very little skill at and it would take a long time to build up the skill like it would take a lot of practicing a lot maybe maybe some kind of formal in instruction um i don't feel that way though about most of the artistic pursuits I do feel that way about musical pursuits. I, I always wish that I had more musical expertise and talent because I love music and, and I, I, I wish I was already an expert in playing musical instruments, um, but I'm not. And so I don't have like, and I, and I don't really have the patience 
at least not yet in my life to start down that path and and get experience and and get good at these things um but for the artistic stuff i don't i don't i don't really feel like that i'm missing out because those are skills that i don't seek out in myself so you're not like jealous or envious but are you like this feels like a trick question and it's really not like are you are you impressed by the stuff that i I swear it's not a trick question but like because people are very different some people like oh yeah that's nice and some people are like wow that actually looks like a bird (laughs) like what do you Tiff, cover cover your ear. Actually, they're covered. You have headphones on. <laughs> but like, is that something that you go like, wow, it looks like the thing that she wanted to to draw? So when when a lot of people see what programmers do, they look at what we do and and they can't imagine how we could possibly understand the code that is on the screen or whatever. And then, or or like they 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 look at a finished app and they're like, wait, you made that? How did you make that? How do you do that? How is that possible? And that's how I feel whenever I see Tiff's art. Like, she'll do something, and and I just, not only am I impressed by it because it's nice and I like nice things, but also I have zero concept about how you go from a blank canvas or, or like, you know, the empty state, how you go from nothing to some kind of great work or even some kind of normal or average or even some even she'll like she'll look at something and she'll be like ah oh, this one was crappy i'm not very happy with it and i'll look at it and i'll be like how did you do that that you made that from nothing like i have no understanding of what it takes to create art well i was uh, tiff and i were talking a few days ago a few minutes ago if you're listening uh about that thing where i'm like both impressed that she did it and that she finished it like all like you're saying like both both the time that it took and the persistence to actually finish even when it got hard and felt like it sucked yeah like because i mean i mean i I get in the weeds sometimes with something i'm programming i did this morning uh and i was literally about to just like abandon the entire direction i was taking and throw out the window and abandon weeks worth of work because it was it was just sucking it was it was breaking it was it was a mess and i could not figure it out and i was i was second guessing like is this even worth doing this at all and uh, spoiler alert, uh, Airplay 2 will probably ship in Overcast after all. <laughs> you heard it <laughs> first and make it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> not, not anytime soon, but it will probably <laughs> exist. But boy, it was about to not exist. I was like, how important is Airplay 2 really? Because this, like, is, take that this is a mess. <laughs> Did you, but, uh, uh, had you had lunch? Because that's usually what I discovered. I hadn't yet. So, and, and that maybe that helped a little bit. But, uh, but yeah, so like there, there are times where I'm like off in the weeds and I am full of self doubt and I want to abandon what I'm doing. And occasionally I do have to abandon it because it is just irrecoverable, you know, but, uh, but you know, I, I pulled it back. And, and so I feel like there has to be probably some kind of parallel with art where like you're working on a piece, it's not going the way you want. And sometimes you have to abandon it. And sometimes you can, you can turn it around and you can make something good out of it. Tiff reflections. <laughs> um, yes. Yes. <laughs> what about you Pontus? What do you, no, I How do you al- feel I always, about me? <laughs> I always finish my projects. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what, I, I what feel like the question is for you, like uh, because I'm the one leaving creative products uh, <laughs> <laughs> out at home more than you. You have your workspace uh, for the pottery, but the pottery workspace doesn't like spill over into the living room. Uh, whereas, like my except that uh, like one time in twenty when I don't realize that I have clay on my butt and then I leave it on the couch. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> No, but I, I feel like I leave more of my projects out, uh, like taking up space or like s- slowly taking over the, the flat surfaces everywhere. No comment. Uh, but what about like feelings wise? Do you think 
Are you impressed by me? Yes. I should ask Pontus. Yeah. Does Julia impress you? Yes, very much. I mean, I, I think the I, I've tried. Is she I achiever? Like, Do you notice? <laughs> I like this episode. Yeah, no, I, I think the the pottery stuff is. Uh, I, I have a very small concept of of how to get to uh, like the abilities you have to make something, uh, and it's something which is so obviously like useful and the shape uh, of something and like the weight and the weight distribution and everything and all of the technical details and the, um, yeah, there's so many steps to get it to be actually work as a finished product. So seeing something like lifting something, feeling, okay, this is the, the weight of this cup is distributed this way. The glazing did this interesting thing. I'm very impressed by that. And I, I know that that's very far off from what I could do. Um, and I, and I think that there is sometimes when I'm, uh, trying to, um, like describe how my, uh, my, uh, like work is like worth something as a, like a human endeavor kind of like engine, how, why is engineering actually worth something for humans? Uh, I feel like that I'm trying to describe how it connects somehow to, to art that, okay, there is some aesthetic to a, a solution. There is something like if, if a solution is, is nice, if it, uh, if it's aesthetically pleasing, then it's a better solution kind of, but it's a very weak, like defense of my field, uh, where like the, the artsy stuff is the real human, uh, connection. And then if you're making something just for utility, uh, and then you're also adding some human flair, that's good. But like the real art, art stuff, I'm very, uh, like I am sometimes envious of the, the real like human uh, emotion that can be captured in something which is, okay, this is just paint. So I know everything which is here. This is these three colors. That's everything that's here. And still there's human emotion like coming out of it. That's a very uh, impressive fit, I, th I feel like. So now yeah. I feel bad because Tiff is better than that. <laughs> than <I am. laughs> no. Actually, no, Pontus no. once told me he looked at the code for a website I was building and said, um, what was it you said? Oh, I think I can teach you to make pretty HTML. And I was like, I think I, felt I left very, the room. Yeah, I felt very bad after. Because he was like, uh, it's not, you know, it's not clean and neat. And yeah, like, it, I didn't a, end up properly. a compliment there. Yes, yes. It wasn't a compliment. It was just no. like, oh, right, oh yeah. no. no. Yeah. It's like, I feel like I, can, I, I could help you here, but uh, it was not done in a <laughs> yeah. good way. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Pontus, <laughs> yeah. say something nice about Tiff. <laughs> what? <laughs> No, I, I've seen some of Tiff's art. And I'm very impressed. Like I, I, I connect with the oil paintings because my grandmother uh, did oil painting. So I, I really see things that you do with the colors. So I, I think the, the, the canvas full of oil, oil paint is a very like intimidating and and very like interesting uh, thing. And I think you're doing it well. So I think it's cool to see. Well, you're yeah. about to have a giant one hanging in your house. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> I better like it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we realized earlier today that our podcast should really be called I Know You Are, But What Am I? Because neither of us will admit to being the artist and keep accusing the other one of, of being one. Spoiler alert, you're both artists. Deal with it. Oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> Spoiler alert, you're creative. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, so thank you both for joining us in, in your house. Thank you for living here, I guess. My pleasure. I hope you enjoyed that as much as we did. 
uh, please don't tell us if you liked our husbands better than you like us. <laughs> but you can check out Marco's podcast ATP and Top 4, The Ladder with Tiff. You can find him as at Marco Arment on Twitter. Pontus is at Pwalk, P-W-A-L-C-K. Tiff is at Tiffany Arment. I am at Julia Scott, S-K-O-T-T. And the podcast is at MakeDoPod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, all of these links will be found at relay.fm slash makedo. We will be back in a fortnight, but until then, go make and do. Uh, yeah, you're in my studio space now. That's true. Yeah. Uh, and this can't be my studio space. Oh, I'm sorry. I have so <laughs> many. I took over all the spaces. I have no space left. How many podcasts <laughs> do you have, Marco? I, not as many, I don't think. Yeah, I have more. I yeah, have see. Yeah, I have. <laughs> see? I, I, well, I have two plus the one I do with her. Yeah, so two and a half. And I have three plus the one I do with you. Oh so three no! Buy some more. <sighs> I have. I have no space left. Mm-hmm. You have a programming space. I have a small corner of this room. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is. We take over. I'm sorry. The 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 future is female. You basically. I'm I'm filling the space that you've given me, which is all of it. So, <laughs> I mean, I love you. Quote given. Kind of like how our garage is tech- supposedly half my studio, half Ponce's workspace. It's like the tools just like shrink more and more into one corner. And also they rust because of all the dampness from the clay. Oh, God. <laughs>